Hi everyone and welcome to the first ever podcast for Hattie Homemaking. I'm feeling super, super excited. I've thought about doing this for such a long time and that is just so not my personality normally. When I think about doing something, like if I want to paint a wall in my house, I do not wait to buy paints and then wait till the next day to think about it and then make sure all of my furniture is covered and set up and make sure I've got the right roller. No, I literally will just dive into it at like 9pm on a Friday night (laughs) because I've decided that I want to paint my walls. So this process of setting up a podcast has been different for me because I've actually thought about it for a long long time it's been in the back of my mind and then I've always just made not excuses but just reasons why I shouldn't do it or I don't know I've just always wanted to do it but maybe it's because something I didn't really understand how to get going I always put it off but anyway here we are first episode I'm super excited I really hope you guys are going to enjoy this podcast as much as I feel like I'm going to enjoy doing it I am actually quite a chatty person so my job I talk all day I work in mental health I do calls I see people face to face so I'm chatting all day and the fact I still feel feel like I have more chats in the system (laughs) just goes to show I'm just hoping this is going to be a really nice place for me to share my thoughts I want to do a lot of talks about homemaking femininity I feel like I did quite a lot of femininity content when I first started my YouTube channel and I loved doing that but I kind of just got a bit overwhelmed with the whole femininity space on YouTube. I felt like it was associated with a load of extreme views and then I was panicking when I started telling my friends about my YouTube channel that they were going to come on it, see a couple of my titles, think that I had these really like extreme views and I was just, I panicked to be honest. (laughs) But I do want to delve back into those topics on femininity because that is something personally for me, it's the way I like to live my life and I really enjoy it as a topic. I also want to be talking about slow living I am so into slow living I was into slow living before I even really knew it was a thing before it was a buzzword I've always been a slow liver I also want to talk about mental health so as I just touched on then my day job and what I do is um, based around mental health and well-being and I feel like I do have a wealth of knowledge to share with the world there and I just feel like by getting the message out there about how to talk to other people about mental health and how to look after yourself as well. I know a lot of people do discuss these things but I feel like I have so much to add to the conversation and then I also just want to talk about any other topics that are weighing on my mind. I want this podcast just to be a nice chilled place. I'm hoping it's going to have nice chilled vibes you can just put it on in the background if you go for a walk or if you're doing some cleaning. I just hope that I'll be able to I don't know be a friend voice and we can connect. I'm really excited as well about switching from YouTube which I was doing to podcasting. I just feel like a lot of my YouTube channel was showing things I did so like cleaning or homemaking but it wasn't so much about my thoughts and I'm a deep thinker and like I'm touched on I'm a very chatty person I feel like I've got quite a lot to say so I'm looking forward to having a channel really for just expressing myself expressing my views I want to keep it really chilled I don't want this to be something that I'm going to start you know stressing over stressing about numbers or anything like that I just want it to be 
I don't know, just fun, just fun, fun, fun. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of background about me for people who do, don't know. So I'm an old fashioned girl at heart. I love traditional living. That's how I want to live my own life. I just love the topic and even the word homemaking. I have always been a homemaker, like in my heart ever since I had my own bedroom, really. I honestly, like if I cleaned my bedroom, you bet every single drawer was like incredibly organized I remember at a very young age I actually used to color code my wardrobe and it made my family laugh so much and you know what that's just stayed with me my whole life I just love organizing cleaning I love doing like new DIY projects like I mentioned in the intro I love painting like I would just decide to paint something and have it done honestly I'm just I love it so much and the other thing as well is that my goal in life, which is fairly controversial in the modern world, but my goal in life, and I want to say this unapologetically because it's nothing to apologise for, but I want to be a housewife. I want to be a stay-at-home mum one day when I have children. That is just my goal. It's something that I've seen families do. And I feel like the families that I've seen where the mum has stayed home, I feel like they've just had such a lovely dynamic that I really want to emulate so yeah I'm just hoping I can share these views with you in a way that's not going to offend anyone it's just how I want to live my life and I'm hoping to relate to people who have the same way of thinking of me I feel like a lot of us have the same sort of like soul I feel like there's a lot of women out there who do have similar views to me and just feel scared to admit it really scared that they're doing something that's just way against feminism that everyone's just going to turn on them if they admit or even just thinking they're a weak or lazy person there's a lot of stigma attached with wanting to be a housewife and stay at home and I just want to put the joy and the the feeling proud back into being a homemaker and a housewife because I'm truly passionate about it I'm truly passionate that it's one of the most important jobs you can do for yourself and your family and there is so much so much to gain from being a homemaker so I want to be loud and proud about that and yeah that's who I am so I'm not going to go too much into about why I want to be a housewife because I did make a whole YouTube video on it. So if you are into YouTube, just type in Hattie Homemaking and a video will come up. Although saying that it's been about two years since I filmed that video and I am the type of person who does constantly change. I'm not scared to change my mind on a topic honestly I've not seen that video back for ages so I've no idea what I actually said in it but maybe my views might have changed or I have different reasons but the foundation of me knowing I want to be a stay-at-home mom at some point that has not changed. I think a huge reason why I see the benefit of traditional living is because I actually grew up in a very non-traditional household and without spilling too much tea about my personal life it just wasn't the most stable loving can I say <laughs> I think we're getting a bit deep here for the first episode but it wasn't the most stable childhood and I think sometimes when you have the opposite end of the coin you see the benefits of the other side and maybe you know someone who was raised by, by a very traditional family maybe there would be I don't know weaknesses in that area and they would want to do the opposite so yeah I'm tr I try not to be too like this is the truth this is the way everyone should 
should live my opinion matters <laughs> it's more just it's my experience in life and this is how it's led me to view the world we're all different and I think the, that's the beautiful thing about life is we all see it so differently we all see the world so differently and have different opinions because we have all lived different lives we've walked to different stories and I think that's a beautiful thing just to I don't know embrace really not everyone has to view the world the same so I think because my childhood was quite chaotic my mom worked full time so I would get in from school and I was home alone and honestly some of the dinners I used to make myself I laugh about now but (laughs) it makes me also quite sad because when I have children I don't want that to be the case for them so oh excuse me yeah I don't want that to be the case for them so I used to get in and I would make pasta and mix it with mayonnaise (laughs) and that was my tea so I feel like I've come a long way in my cooking journey but that was it really I would make pasta with mayonnaise I would occasionally make like ham and cheese put it in a wrap and put it in the microwave remember doing that a lot and then it was just freezer food so I remember those Chicago town microwavable pizzas you could put them in the microwave for three minutes and then you had a pizza ready to go (laughs) so I used to absolutely swear by them but I don't know I feel like for me and how I want to view my life is I would just absolutely love to be that mom that when my children get home from school they can come in I can have snacks out they can bring their friends around and it's just like a nice place to get home to and not even just for my children as well future children (laughs) I think about for Paul as well and for our relationship and I just think there is so much benefit of being a housewife as well I think I did touch in my video as well but I am a very highly sensitive person my energy levels are very easily affected and I just question whether I see other people doing it and being super mom and like honestly there's a lady I work with and she works full-time she also has three children and she volunteers and like loads of stuff and she's really healthy and goes on runs and I just think how do you balance that many plates so I understand that some people can do it and I really admire women that do but personally for me it's just not something I I don't know why it's not not something I want to attain it's not something I even think I could attain without burning out long term so I think because I'm such a highly sensitive person I almost need to focus my effort in one area and the area that matters to me the most is family I think that's the thing that life will have all sorts of challenges and things will change but the one thing that I think will be constant is you can always put that effort into your family and you're never going to regret that as well you're you will regret spending loads of time out of the home and making loads of money but you would never regret that time so I, I think when it boils down to it what I'm saying is time is more important than money so I would rather live in a small house people on top of each other it gets a little bit crowded family maybe get a bit frustrated with each other because there's only one bathroom and kids arguing I need to use the bathroom now and all of that stuff I'd rather that than live in like a mansion but then never be home to actually appreciate it and appreciate the family 
So that's me anyway, a little bit of background, that's sort of my personality, why I want to be a housewife, my life goals. I just want to touch on as well, um, so I just want to talk about why I took a bit of a step back from social media recently. So last year I was absolutely loving YouTube, I was so consistent with it, I was uploading at one point twice a week and yeah I was just really loving it and then I took a break over Christmas, I think it was about a two week break, I actually got Covid as well which was not fun (laughs) over Christmas time luckily I got so lucky so the British government changed the rules the isolation rules from I think it used to be seven days and then literally when I caught it it changed to five days and it just got me out of the isolation period for Christmas day so when I found out I got it I bawled my eyes out thinking Christmas was cancelled but I got really lucky and Christmas was still on anyway I digress so I had Covid over Christmas I took a little break and then January came and I just could not get back into it I just could not find the motivation and I think there's a load of reasons for that so I was just feeling burnt out to be honest just from life like so much has happened in the past couple of years that have contributed to me feeling burnt out as I mentioned I am a highly sensitive person so I soak up everything so I soak up things that are on the news I soak up people's emotions around me any noises I'm really sensitive to really loud noises that's why I don't like crowded places and things so I was just burnt out I felt like I was really balancing working homemaking and at the same time huge life events well not life events but well I suppose yeah I did get married in September and that was a bit of a stress to plan (laughs) but yeah that was a good life event I more mean things that were happening 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 on the news so there was protests there was covid then there's the cost of living crisis I just felt oh then there was the war in Ukraine it was just honestly everything it just felt non-stop it just felt like non-stop bad news and this sounds so selfish and so I don't know privileged to say that here I am in my safe house I'm not in any danger and I'm like oh yeah it was so stressful for me I understand the privilege in saying that but at the same time I think it's okay to admit you know what all that just got me down because there's absolutely nothing I can do about it so you can volunteer to help you can rally for um, different things that you think can help so like the Black Lives Matter thing you can go to protest all that different things but I personally for me I found it hard to care about every single issue on top of the fact I work in mental health so I'm helping individual people each day so to then have these big events happening on top of that I just honestly felt so overwhelmed and so like just surrounded by opinions and yeah everyone just the world just felt like up in arms for a little bit so I think that really contributed to my energy just going no more (laughs) The other thing with social media as well is I feel like people who start like making content will be able to relate to this when you start doing it you're so excited you have so many ideas this is just fun you don't really care about numbers it's just about creativity and a bit of a passion project and then over time you learn about algorithms you see views you see different topics people are interested in and the pressure to keep posting just gets crazy so on YouTube there is like an algorithm where 
if you don't post for a couple of weeks that's it like your channel will literally flop (laughs) and that pressure is just too much and it just doesn't suit my personality type at all I just I can't keep up that hamster wheel of needing to pump out content and think of ideas like creativity for me is something that flows when I'm relaxed and that hamster wheel of having to push stuff out constantly no it just wasn't doing it for me (laughs) and then also it's just you're living life through a lens like every nice moment I had I was thinking oh I should really be getting my camera out for this or I should be vlogging this or I should be taking a picture of this and it's just draining it takes it takes away those slow like moments of gratitude where maybe I'd be in my garden and I'd notice a new flower come out and it would change the moment from really relaxing me myself in my garden looking at my flowers feeling happy peaceful to oh let me run inside and get my phone take a picture post it to instagram stories then i'll be checking to see if people have viewed it and blah 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 it's just now it's too much and then also I think something that everyone can relate to is comparison comparison is the thief of joy but when you get excited about social media and you think do you know what I could turn this into a part-time income and you get excited about what could happen you then start comparing to yourself to other people and how they're doing things and it's just not good it's not good for your mental health it's not good for your creativity and I like living in a bubble I am a huge fan of of just living in my own head living in the moment doing each thing as I want to do it and not comparing myself to anyone else I just think living in a bubble is just the most glorious thing (laughs) and social media for me bursted that bubble because it was just comparison feeling like people had to know every part of my life as well the other thing as well is I had a strong need to like protect my privacy and family so even little things like one day we're married now so one day we will have children or we hope to have children it's just little things like showing the home is their home it's their privacy and then they could go to school and then children that they go to school with could then find my youtube channel I don't know I just then they would see really up-to-date happenings in our home and their privacy I feel would just be invaded and that's just not even showing them I, I feel like it would be really hard to do YouTube and have children and not show them because they would always be in the background like if I was filming a cleaning video it just makes me uncomfortable and addressing the elephant in the room as well there are predators like online and that scares me like I'm not even having children yet but I just think the online space really really scares me and I don't know this is getting really deep for a first episode but I don't know how when I have children how I can protect that and the only way I can control it is when they're younger not posting them that's like it for me I think I'm going to do a whole episode on um, my thoughts on children on social media but yeah that's just touching on it a little bit I kind of just I feel like as soon as we got married and it became a possibility that that could happen it's kind of just thrown me off the internet and I just I want to be more private and podcasting gives me that privacy it's my voice you can feel close to me I can be a bit deep and let you in on my thoughts but then once I have children it's not gonna I don't know no one's gonna wonder about them because if you see them in the background of a video you're you're wondering about them aren't you and also with my husband as well it protects his privacy while still giving me that creative outlet 
so yeah that's my sort of background with social media and how I'm personally imagining it as an old-fashioned gal <laughs> but now I just want to give some practical tips as well if you feel the same way about me and a lot of this is wrong true for you just some practical tips to manage social media and protect your energy protect your femininity and yeah just not let it overtake your life so number one is just to be mindful about how much energy it's actually draining and to be honest with yourself some days genuinely I'll go on social media and it will make me laugh it will lift me up I will love seeing pictures of dogs honestly if I could go on social media and just see pictures of dogs homes and I also love singing videos on TikTok I can't right anyway I'm gonna digress a little bit and go on to a different topic right now but if you go on TikTok and search for people singing and covers I can't get over how many talented people exist it's actually insane like so many people are good at singing and then it makes me so disappointed in myself because I so wish I could sing and I'm so horrific the other night Paul went out and I was like what can I do with a free house the world is my oyster right now and I went on to YouTube and I was doing karaoke horrific like horrific I don't understand why can I sound so in tune when a singer is singing with me and I've got the melody in the background but when it comes to karaoke honestly it like I was actually going red like I was singing and then going red just hearing myself anyway I digress so some days genuinely I love going on social media it makes me happy and then other days I go on and it's a load of people posting about politics that don't even apply to my country and then you get worried about things and it creates anxiety or you'll see a picture of something that makes you compare yourself whether it's your home or whether it's the way you look or yeah just different things that give you that almost anxious energy so try to listen to yourself if you go on social media and within five minutes you feel that your energy is getting drained get off it and I know that sounds easier said than done but just try and practice that if you go on it and you know what the algorithm is not suiting me today it is giving me things that are causing me more anxiety just get off it and go for a walk and just try and do something to break that cycle of scroll 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 because at the end of it you're gonna feel better for going in a walk in a fresh air than spending ages looking at things that actually you went on social media to see dogs and you ended up hearing about crazy things that are happening in a different country and now you're stressed and it doesn't even affect you and back in the day I feel passionate about this as well about social media is we consume too much information too quickly like back in the day we would have our newspaper we would get a a few bits of news about what's going on in the world we would then close the newspaper and get on with our day whereas now we are hearing about 20 plus different issues combined with then seeing a picture of a dog then it's like a light-hearted funny post next minute it's like okay there's a war in this country or um there's horrible videos of oh there's all sorts online there's like videos of um like people getting abused oh it's just horrific like people film all sorts these days and put it on the internet and if you're someone like me who absorbs that I'm going on social media and the next minute I'm seeing something that's actually quite traumatizing to see so number one be mindful if it's draining your energy and the algorithm is not suiting you that day get off it and number two 
try to trick the algorithm for yourself so follow accounts that give you joy so I had to do this recently with my Instagram and I felt so bad about it because I've had a lot of lovely conversations with people on Instagram the homemaking community has been so unbelievably welcoming to me so many people that drop me messages and just connect on different things but then I found myself I was going on and because I follow so many people in America American politics was literally all that I would see so I would go on and it's literally all that would pop up on my recommended on people's stories and it was draining me and it was stressing me out and I don't even live in that country and it doesn't even affect me so I had to have a huge clear out on accounts that post political stuff and I know that sounds really bad and like I'm just living in a bubble and I don't want to hear about issues but in a way it's kind of true like I do want to live in a bubble and not hear about too many issues because it was draining so trick the algorithm for yourself like posts of dogs or whatever it is (laughs) I'm so sorry if you hate dogs and I'm just like ramming how you have to see videos and pictures of puppies everywhere (laughs) if it's cats for you then of course go for cats it might be baby drafts who knows but just follow what makes you happy and engage with the posts that make you happy because then the algorithm is gonna learn actually do you know what this girl is not interested in drama so I'm not gonna promote her drama I'm just gonna promote her cute pictures of animals (laughs) the next thing as well is be so mindful about comparing as women as well I think we have different times of the month where we might be more sensitive and maybe a little bit more prone to comparing ourselves so for example if you're in that PMS stage of your cycle and you're feeling a bit bloated and just everyone feels a bit rubbish don't they about the way they look in that stage of the cycle so just be mindful if you're following girls that are in incredible shape or maybe you're into fitness maybe that isn't the time for you to be going on to Instagram because it's going to trigger those feelings of even just for a split second even if you don't realize you're doing it it could be something completely subconscious but you could go on Instagram and see a picture of a girl who looks incredible and immediately feel like oh I feel so bloated I wish I looked like that so just yeah try not to compare as much as possible and if you find yourself comparing do something about it either unfollow that account or yeah just get off it for the day if you're feeling extra sensitive and that leads me to my next point as well is very simple just don't use it if it's not serving you if a particular app so for example I know a lot of people get highly highly addicted to TikTok and they will be on it for like two hours at a time and then get nothing that they wanted to get done in the day so if you find that you're getting in a bad habit or a pattern with a certain app just delete it just try and break that cycle if it's not serving you the last way to manage social media for me as an old-fashioned girl and the most important thing is to stay safe online as I've touched on before online is no joke anymore it's it's actually quite dangerous and we need to be honest about that so protect your privacy even little things like I've heard now if you post a picture so if you move into a house and you take a picture of your keys and post something like new house people can find out where you live and clone your keys and get in and I know that's scary and dark and you're probably all terrified now so I'm really sorry about that but it's true so just be mindful of that and also just please please protect children like I'm so passionate about that children do not belong on the internet and predators are too comfortable they are too comfortable on the internet now they are being fed what they want to say like there there are parents that like I'm sure they their heart is in the right place but they are feeding predators whether they know it or not I've seen 
a really sad story at the moment that's going around on TikTok about this little girl. Her name's Ren and um if you type her name into the search bar, the type of stuff that comes up, it literally it makes me want to feel sick just thinking about it. But it's obvious that predators have been set typing in certain things about I don't even want to talk about it to be honest because it makes me feel sick but yeah just be mindful please protect yourself protect your family and just recognize social media for the huge beast that it is and if that's too much for you get off it (laughs) it's not doing that much if it's not doing that much for you in your life then just get off it but if you enjoy it and it's a light-hearted thing then yeah you can you you can use it I'm not I'm not trying to say social media is all bad because how ironic that I'm here starting a new podcast with my YouTube channel and Instagram saying get off social media. I don't mean it to come across like that, but I also just want people to be informed really. And yeah, just there's so much pressure, isn't there, to use social media these days. So just remove that pressure and do what serves you. So yeah, that's basically a bit about me and I feel like this got way more deep and way more rambly so I hope you like a rambly podcast (laughs) I just hope that this is going to feel like almost like facetiming with your friends you know when you just facetime and they're just in the background rambling while you're like getting on with your everyday life (laughs) I'm hoping it's going to feel like that so yeah I'm really excited about just sharing this with you I've got so many things in mind that I want to discuss so next Next time I'm going to be talking about whether the modern world is currently working for women and protecting your femininity so I really hope you will enjoy the next couple of episodes to come and I will speak to you in the next one okay adios